The Trump impeachment saga comes to an end as the Republican-controlled Senate acquits the American leader on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. The World Health Organization seeks $675 million to fight the Wuhan coronavirus as the death toll in China rises to 563. And Manila's top diplomat faces Philippine senators to push for a review of the country's visiting forces agreement with the United States. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Fonsantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The historic impeachment trial of U.S. President Trump, well, that one's over. Trump has been acquitted by the U.S. Senate on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress over his dealings with Ukraine. Our North America Bureau Chief T.J. Manotok now joins us from San Francisco to tell us more about this. T.J., no surprise there, right? Absolutely, Carmina. And not even 24 hours after his State of the Union address, President Donald Trump finally got what he'd been clamoring for, what he'd been expecting, and that is the acquittal at his Senate impeachment trial. But it was not the final vote count that the White House was hoping for as one big-name Republican crossed the party line to vote for conviction. Don't do this again. Don't do this again. That's the message of U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to the Democratic-led House of Representatives after the Republican-controlled chamber acquitted U.S. President Trump in his impeachment trial. They thought this was a great idea. And at least for the short term, it has been a colossal political mistake. The U.S. Senate voted 52 to 48 to acquit Trump of abusive power over his request for Ukraine to investigate his political rival, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden. Republican Senator Mitt Romney joined the Democrats in voting to convict. You know, I would welcome Mitt Romney as a friend and colleague, put aside party what he did was he put country over party. His decision was rooted in the oath that all of us took uh, to do impartial justice and that his faith informed his conclusion. Mitt Romney's wrong occasionally. <laughs> He's wrong in this case. Um, is it disappointing? I suppose it's disappointing, but I'm very, I'm very grateful and satisfied that 52 Republicans are getting it right. Romney later joined the rest of the Republicans in voting 53 to 47 to acquit Trump of obstruction of Congress over the blocking of witnesses and documents sought by the House. Three weeks, we've, we've listened, we've voted. It's time to move on. For U.S. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Trump's acquittal was one of the largest cover-ups in American history. I believe the American people will know who stood in the way of truth, who were afraid of the facts, who covered up. And make no mistake about it, the drip, drip, drip of evidence is going to keep coming out. On Twitter, Trump said he will soon be making a public statement on what he describes as America's victory on the impeachment hoax. Trump's son also slammed Romney for voting to convict his father of abusive power and called for Romney's expulsion from the Republican Party. T.J. Manato, ABS-CBN News. Well, Carmina, we're expecting President Trump tomorrow to go all out on his offensive. He did tweet today to expect a public address tomorrow, and critics and pundits alike are saying that they expect nothing less but a full-out attack from President Donald Trump attacking again the, the Democrats. Carmina. Thanks again, TJ. And back here in the newsroom, the latest now on the Wuhan coronavirus. 
As another 73 people died in China Wednesday, bringing the death toll to 563, China's National Health Commission says confirmed infections have also risen to more than 28,000. The disease has spread to several other countries, and the World Health Organization now wants a whopping $675 million to help them deal with the outbreak. 60 million of that is to fund WHO's operations. The rest is for the countries that are especially at risk and who need our support. Our message to the international community is invest today or pay more later. Invest today or pay more later. $675 million is a lot of money. But it's much less than the bill we will face if we do not invest in preparedness now during the window of opportunity that we have. The WHO is also meeting hundreds of experts in Geneva next week to look deeper into the Wuhan coronavirus and come up with a cure. We have invited um, global uh, researchers, uh, public health professionals, academics, um, frontline um, people who are directly dealing with patients to come to this. Um, it's been put together quickly, um, so we've done our best to ensure that we have the right people at, at the table. More people on a cruise ship docked in Japan have tested positive for the Wuhan coronavirus. This brings the total number of infections on that ship to 20. They include a Filipino crew member, making him the first known case of a Filipino infected with the virus. About 3,700 people have been quarantined on board after an 80-year-old passenger from Hong Kong who disembarked late last month tested positive for the Wuhan coronavirus. The Philippine Health Department looking to delay the return of Filipinos from China's Hubei province. Health Secretary Francisco Duque says the agency wants to push back the planned repatriation this Saturday to a couple of days later. This will give health officials more time to prepare quarantine facilities in Fort Magsaysay in Nueva Ecija. Tinitignan pa natin uh, kung mag-delay man lang ng two days para pagbalik, paayos na maayos. Pagpuntirin natin 100% na pagdating, okay na sila. Handang-handa. Ihiga na lang, mga mahinga na lang. 42 Filipinos are waiting to be evacuated from Hubei, where Wuhan, the epicenter of the novel coronavirus outbreak, is located. Philippine officials say they are still waiting for clearance from the Chinese government. Yung ibang may problema talaga because yung nagpunta doon, yung visa expired, siyempre kasama yung sa pag-ais natin para mag-repatrade. Yan naman, trabaho naman ng DFA lagi yan. Yung mga saan documented natin, naayusin pa rin na. Meron na kaming tao uh, on, on, on standby uh, doon sa area, sa may Hubei, uh, precisely to prepare and uh, do the groundwork for the repatriation. Because ang problema kasi ngayon is for movement within... Uh, Hubei, you need a lot of authorizations from the Chinese government kasi naka-lockdown nga yung We are ready. So, ang tanong lang is, when do we get the permits and clearances from the Chinese government? Private hospitals in the Philippines are mandated to accept all patients suspected of having the novel coronavirus. State insurer PhilHealth issued that advisory Wednesday for all accredited hospitals in the country. It warned refusal to take in patients could be grounds for the revocation of their accreditation. Speaking to ANC, Health Undersecretary Eric Domingo confirmed they have received reports of several private hospitals refusing to accept suspected coronavirus patients, referring them instead to government hospitals.
When you build a hospital, even if it's a business, we have to realize that your mandate, your reason for being there is to care for the sick. You are required to have the capability to treat infectious diseases. You're required to have an isolation room so that you may treat these patients uh, uh, well no, and completely. In a bid to quash misinformation and panic about the virus, Domingo also reiterated an infection is not a death sentence. The thing is, the doctors are not afraid. The infectious disease doctors are willing to admit these patients and treat them because they know that 98% of these patients will get better. Even if you are diagnosed to have it, 98% probability you will recover completely from it. And, you know, the hospitals maybe are just afraid that the business might suffer, but that's no reason because you're in the business of health. Manila's top diplomat pushing for a review of the Philippines' visiting forces agreement with the United States. Appearing at a Senate hearing Thursday, Foreign Secretary Teddy Loxin Jr. admitted the country would be at the losing end should it choose to terminate the deal. But he maintained the U.S. should respect Philippines' sovereignty. President Duterte called for the VFA's termination after Washington canceled the visa of one of his allies, former police chief and now Senator Ronald De La Rosa. While the Philippines has the prerogative to terminate the VFA anytime, the continuance of the agreement is deemed to be more beneficial to the Philippines compared to any benefits were it to be terminated. Terminating the VFA will negatively impact the Philippines' defense and security arrangements, as well as the overall bilateral relations of the Philippines with the U.S. When U.S. senators demean the Philippine justice system, which is the mirror image of the United States, by demanding the release of an accused properly charged by two rulings of our Supreme Court, it insulted the most basic aspect of sovereignty, the monopoly on justice within its territory. There is value in revisiting the VFA to address issues of sovereignty such as jurisdiction and custody. An early resumption of bilateral clarificatory tax talks should serve as a basis as well as a jump-off point for a review of the VFA. Loxit also clarified his office has not yet sent a notice of termination to the U.S., but he said the notice is ready to be delivered should the president give the directive. The novel coronavirus outbreak casting a shadow over the 2020 Olympic Summer Games in Tokyo. We have this report. The spread of coronavirus has so far killed more than 490 people and spread to over 20 countries. And now there are fears that it could threaten Tokyo's Summer Olympic Games. The organizing committee CEO Toshiro Muto gave this statement to media on Wednesday. I'm seriously worried that the spread of infectious disease caused by a new coronavirus could throw cold water on the momentum of the Games. I hope it will subside as soon as possible. As the organizing committee, we would like to take countermeasures against infectious diseases firmly, in cooperation with the IPC, IOC, the government and the Tokyo government. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has said the government would work hard to minimize any impact from the virus outbreak on the Games, which start on July 24th. One expert told Reuters that vaccines against the virus probably wouldn't be ready by the start of the competition.
several showbiz events in the Philippines have been canceled amid concerns surrounding the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. Streaming giant Netflix says the fan meet of Noah Centineo and Lana Condor in the country will no longer push through. The two stars had been scheduled to visit Makati City next week to promote the romance film P.S. I Still Love You. Centineo's guest appearance for a local brand event that's also been canceled. Meanwhile, the coronavirus scare also prompted National Bookstore to cancel the book signing event of author Mitch Album, originally scheduled February 15th and 16th. But Album says he will try to visit his Filipino fans as soon as possible. Oscar winner Viola Davis set to portray Michelle Obama in a new TV drama about America's first ladies. The How to Get Away with Murder star will also produce the upcoming series set for release on cable network Showtime. First Ladies aims to flesh out the personal and political lives of the wives of American leaders throughout history. The first season is set to focus on Mrs. Obama along with Eleanor Roosevelt and Betty Ford. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.